You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories, sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is The VW Rabbit Says Goodbye. When awkward is the only way to describe this story. After my first car, a 1979 Chevy Chevette was totaled in an accident where a large paneled Ford station wagon ran a red light and hit me, it was time to find another car. Once again, I perused the used car ads and found a lovely 1984 blue VW Rabbit hatchback on a Chevrolet dealer's used car lot. How funny that my first car, a Chevy, was bought at a VW dealership, and now my VW Rabbit was going to be purchased from a Chevrolet dealership. But I digress. The VW Rabbit was a lovely color and provided even more room to haul things than the Chevette had. It also had a few more bells and whistles on it that I enjoyed, especially the cassette deck. The VW Rabbit was the car that took me to and from work each day, out to camp during the summer, on numerous trips around Canada and the U.S., and even made its way to Toronto in the back of a semi for my six months of attending seminary there. I remember packing it for my six-month stint in Toronto and was amazed how much I could pack into the hatch portion of it enough to set up a small basement apartment with not only my clothes, but all I needed for my kitchen, bedroom, and living room, minus the furniture. It was a great car. Upon returning home from Toronto, I once again used the car to travel to and from work each day. Since I spent a lot of time in the north end or west end of the city for my job, being on the road at different times and on different routes was commonplace. One sunny day in September, as I was returning from meeting with several teens at a penal institution in the city, I realized that it was rush hour, and there was more traffic on my route than usual. This meant a lot of stopping and slowly going until the next stop. Just as I was about to move a few feet forward while waiting at a red light, a huge green impella came flying through the stop sign to the left of me, on the driver's side, and hit me with quite the force just behind my door. The VW Rabbit went sideways with the green impella perfectly embedded into the back passenger's door. Finally, both the VW Rabbit and green impella came to a stop, about 15 feet from where I had previously stopped for the red light. I was so shaken that I didn't even realize the green impella going into reverse and moving over to allow traffic to move through the intersection we had blocked. Once the green impella stopped, a very wild scene unfolded. The passenger door flew open on the impella, 
and a woman who was wearing very few clothes and very high heels got out and started yelling at the man who was slowly getting out of the driver's side of the Impella. She was calling him names I will not repeat and demanding he pay her right there and then. Slowly he went into his wallet and handed her many bills. She then stormed off still screaming at him. Then he came over to me and helped me out of the car. I saw his blue coveralls, his first name on the patch on the right side of his coveralls, and the wedding band on his left hand. Instantly, the realization of what had just happened hit me, no pun intended. A man coming home from work was entertaining a woman in his car that seemed not to be his wife, and happened to hit me in the middle of this entire event. Wow! Part of me wanted to laugh, and part of me wanted to cry upon this realization. The man apologized for hitting me, claiming that he didn't see the stop sign, and as a result sailed through the intersection, hitting me as I sat still at the red light. He asked if I was hurt, and then proceeded to give me all his personal information that I would need to report the accident to the insurance company. I thanked him for his apology, let him know I felt banged up but thought I was okay, and thanked him for his personal information. He then headed to his car, and I got back into my very damaged VW Rabbit and headed back to my office. Once there, the shock wore off, and I realized I was hurting pretty badly and wasn't sure I could drive myself home. I called the insurance company to make an appointment to take my car in for assessment, got a co-worker to take me home in my smashed VW Rabbit, and called it a night. The next day, I woke up feeling like I had been in a bad boxing match and decided to get checked out by the local medical clinic. Thankfully, I was just badly bruised and would need time to recuperate, but I was sure my VW Rabbit was in worse shape and may not be mine much longer. Two weeks later, it was time for my insurance assessment, and as I entered the large garage at the insurance centre to have my car assessed, the green impella across the way from my stall caught my eye. When the adjuster came to see me and asked what happened, I pointed at the green impella across from me and said, that car hit mine after the driver failed to stop at a stop sign. Oh, the adjuster said. Then he quickly ushered me into a tiny little room in the garage and said we would need to have our appointment there as they did not want the driver of the other car to see me. I agreed and then gave my report to him. He took the report and headed into the main appointment area, returning several minutes later to let me know that the driver of the other car was totally blaming me for the accident and would not take any responsibility. Hmm. Another moment where part of me wanted to laugh and a part of me wanted to cry. I leaned close to the adjuster and I am sad to say that I said this to him rather cheekily. Well, please tell the other driver that I have his personal information and will call to see if his wife remembers anything about the accident. The adjuster gave me a puzzled look and I told him that I was sure the woman in the car with the driver was not his wife. Off the adjuster went to meet the driver and in a few minutes returned with a big grin on his face. He then informed me that the driver had changed his mind and owned up to the accident totally being his fault. 
As a result, I would not need to pay my deductible, and if possible, the VW rabbit would be fixed. Again, a part of me wanted to laugh, and a part of me wanted to cry. Laugh because the driver had so quickly changed his mind. Cry because the bigger picture of this story was a sad one. After the adjuster did his review of my VW rabbit, I was informed that the frame was so badly damaged that it would be time to say goodbye to the car and think about getting something else to replace it. As I drove away from the assessment garage, part of me wanted to laugh, because how wild it was that both I and the driver of the other car would be meeting with the adjusters at the same time. And part of me wanted to cry, because a man's secret was now out in the open for others to know about. Suddenly, I had an overwhelming sense that I needed to pray for all involved in the accident the day my VW rabbit met its demise. For the man who had his secret exposed to many, for his wife, for the woman who was in the car with him, and for myself for being too cheeky in revealing his secret, as if I had no secrets of my own. It was an awkward event to say the least, but one that reminded me how secrets can lead to demises of many kinds, if we don't pay attention to how we live. Cassie Tyers sings a song entitled, I Don't Condemn You. The words of this song are very powerful, as Cassie, a singer-songwriter from Northwestern Ontario, shares them with us. Thank you to Cassie for not only writing this song, but sharing it with all of us. I don't condemn you, they put down How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? Coming from a nursing background where she always related to people one-on-one, Irene Marsh loves the way radio reaches so many people at once, particularly those she would never meet with conventional nursing. Those who have nowhere to go, those who don't have the courage to come to a clinic, they can always listen to the radio. To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. Grace and mercy are the gifts that God offers to us. He longs to not expose our secrets to shame or condemn us, but to free us so that they no longer weigh us down. 
Jesus meets a woman in the book of John, chapter 8, in the New Testament portion of the Bible. She is a woman caught in adultery, and there are very religious people around her, and Jesus, that want Jesus to not only judge her, but throw stones at her for what she has done. Let's read verses 1 to 11 from the New Living Translation to hear this story in its fullness. Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of the religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stopped and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer, so he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. As I reflected then and now on the demise of my VW rabbit and the circumstances that surrounded its demise, I also reflected on the choices, the secrets that could lead to my demise, but do not need to. As Jesus longs to offer all of us grace and mercy and to move away from our life of secrets to a life full of joy and peace. Enough said. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you because you may think S-C-O-O-P like an ice cream, but it is www.askoopoflife.com like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode, and I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.ascoopoflife.com. Mm-hmm.